Hi, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation focused on youth mental health. Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that all content that is found in our podcast is created for informational purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving. It is your host, Poonam, here with Dr. Lena, the founder and the president of Tarika Foundation. If you remember, we were talking about the self-esteem. Dr. Lena helped us to define the self-esteem and how it changes as child is growing up. We had great discussion. So we are going to continue that discussion in this episode also. So Dr. Lena, welcome back. I wanted to ask you, how does self-esteem manifest And what do you see in your work regarding this issue? Thank you, Poonam. Thank you for having me again. So I see a lot of uh, interesting manifestation of low self-esteem in children that I work with. Often parents bring them to me with concerns that they lack confidence in themselves. They don't know what they are good at or they don't value so much what they are good at. They are constantly criticizing their abilities. They are feeling like they are not good enough or smart enough or not able to be as good as somebody else. So often, you know, those kids have issues with feeling inferior to others because, you know, they compare themselves with them. What I also see is that usually by the time I'm seeing them in my office, this issue of low self-esteem seems to have been going on for a while. And it is actually then a part of a bigger problem such as depression. So when people feel depressed, and when I say word depressed, um, you know, I, I want to distinguish and talk a little bit about clinical depression, where you are not just feeling sad once in a while, but you're feeling sad for most of the times for two or more weeks in a row. Along with that, you have difficulty with your sleep, appetite, day-to-day functioning, Uh, You are having trouble with motivation, energy, concentration, not feeling joy in things. And then often people also have what we call as feelings of worthlessness or low self-esteem along with feelings of hopelessness. And in extreme cases, then some people have suicidal thoughts. So usually for somebody to get to that stage of this clinical depression, one of the factors or one of the symptoms is low self-esteem. We often see that 
kids may have had some sets of, you know, some set of failures that they may have been affected by too much and that may have lowered their confidence in themselves further. And then they start to even question if I'm worthy being who I am for getting all the love and attention I get or am I worthy with my skill set? And so I think it's really important to not ignore when you're noticing signs of low self-esteem in your child because over time they can grow and kind of become part of this clinical kind of disease called clinical depression. Thank you, Dr. Nina, for sharing that. So when you were sharing that, a thought came to my mind, and we did touch base a little bit, you know, why some kids have low self-esteem. And we talked about a little bit of the genetics and environment. So now we are, when you're saying this, like, you know, why or how self-esteem, low self-esteem manifests. So question is, is child having those expectations or somebody else is putting those expectations? What do you find out when you talk to such um, kids or your patients? So Poonam, I would say I see a lot of different uh, types of uh, patients with different stories or different experiences. I have to say that in the last two to three years, I've seen a shift where I'm seeing kids putting more pressure on themselves, comparing themselves to others, feeling inferior to others, not feeling confident in their talents or abilities, not feeling confident in their ability to do well in life. It used to be a few years ago, it was coming from the parents where they were doing this more, where they would compare the child with other children of the same family or with children of their friends and talk about how others were doing so much better than them and things like that, or laying out expectations that this is what we expect you to achieve or do. But it's been a very interesting shift in the last few years where it's, it's coming more from the kids and the children. And we've certainly speculated on what could be the reason for this. And some of the factors that we have identified are, I think it's really great that with the globalization and the world becoming a small place, we have all started to like have a lot of uh, uh, communication uh, with the you know technology progress we've had with social media as a way of uh, connecting us in with people any part of the in the, any part of the world. All of that has done some good, of course, in terms of uh, feeling like you know uh, we are all in this together or we are all uh, you know doing something similar. But I think 
The downside has been that we are also exposed to more uh, people who are achieving more or at least portraying on the media that they are doing a lot more or they are uh, looking a certain way or they are portraying that their lives are very happy when it may not be a perfect life, but the portrayal is kind of, you know, being perfect and being such a high achiever, uh, but, you know, we don't know what what's kind of actually happening. Uh, you know, we all understand that we all have, you know, ups and downs in lives and certain challenges, but nobody talks about those challenges. People talk about their success more in, like I said, in the way we were talking about in in the, in the form of how great they are with their external assets. So all of that, I think, has been impacting our children, and it's really affecting their confidence in themselves because they constantly are seeing people looking perfect or doing so perfectly or having such a... Uh, comfortable or lavish life or achieving so much, they all feel, where do I stand amongst all of these people? Uh, look at this person even from this country is achieving so much and they've become this TikTok famous, you know, uh, person or this is a YouTuber who has so many followers or this is a person on Instagram who has millions of followers. And so, this constant reminder of like somebody's better than me and people can do so much more than I can has been definitely a factor that has led to kids' self esteem going lower. Thank you, Dr. Lena. I was thinking the same um, social media, especially, you know, uh, young girls, they definitely get impacted easily when they look at celebrities or you know that perfect body figure i wanted to share a quick story with you when you were talking about that even it's not the matter of only kids children teens even you know my colleague um, she was in her mid-20s and one day she called me up and she was saying i'm having imposter syndrome and you know my self-esteem is down I look at the blogs and people are talking about all their achievement and I don't have those many. I was a little bit surprised, you know, um, she's doing that harm to herself. And, but she took care of herself. I'm glad everything is fine. But to your point, it's not only our youth who are impacted, even sometimes, you know, adults can also be impacted. Um, so, but based on, you know, this question, what happens? Uh, you gave us a little bit of a hint. What happens if people have low self-esteem? You mentioned depression. It could, like, it can lead to depression, but anything else you would like to share with us? Sure. So low self-esteem can lead to depression. Obviously, that's one thing we can see. It can culminate into if it's not being picked up or addressed earlier on. We also see in our work that low self-esteem generates a lot of anxiety. So usually it kind of starts there, 
usually if i am starting to not feel great about myself or i don't like myself or i don't like parts of me or i don't like how i you know do certain things um it it generates anxiety when i am required to do do those things right so for instance if i am conscious or feeling not so great about my ability to speak in front of people or present in front of my class then obviously you know because i am so worried about that i'm going to have a harder time presenting you know stuff in my classroom and be very anxious so i've had kids in my practice who've had what we call as performance anxiety related to this kind of low self esteem related to not being feeling confident in their ability to perform or speak or present in front of others there is also sometimes anxiety about why do i feel this way maybe others don't if i am interacting with my friends and especially again if i'm interacting virtually where people only post what's going perfectly in their life i'm not seeing that they feel some of these insecurities as well or they are struggling with such things and i always just feel like why me like why am i so like scared about this or feeling not confident about this or why do i uh do this this way so there is always uh that anxiety that that also i see in some kids uh in my work low self esteem also leads to lack of strong interpersonal relationships because i am not confident in myself or i don't like myself i tend to isolate or withdraw usually that's kind of what i see like a kid i was working with was feeling like if they were going to meet friends they will get judged or they will not be appreciated for their things because they themselves felt like oh i'm not good at this sport so if i go and play soccer with them how would they look at me would they make fun of me and so they started to not go to their practices and stop playing and as a result they were missing out you know having a, a richer social life having friendships that they could have had in that uh, sport that was a nice way to connect and make new friends so there are a lot of repercussions of low self esteem uh, i am speaking more kind of in in the framework of what i see clinically in my practice in terms of anxiety and depression but there are also day to day things where often kids will miss out because they have low self esteem they may not try something new that they they could and and find out that actually that's something they enjoy they may um sometimes you know not explore things that they may have options for there is this whole other aspect of low self esteem leading to also something we understand that people who kind of have low self esteem whose bucket is empty they kind of dip into other people's buckets 
So that's another aspect that a lot of the times we discover when I see kids who come in with stories of getting bullied or, you know, them being part of a group where they were also bullying another child, that the low self-esteem was one of the factors that was driving that behavior. Very interesting, Dr. Veena. I did not think in that direction. Um, there are so many repercussions, as you are mentioning. So I'm wondering, what are the ways someone can boost his or self-esteem? Any, any? Absolutely. Let me talk about a few different things that uh, parents can do and kids can do themselves as well. So... One of the things that we understand that we all have kind of this unkind mind or our inner critic. So we have a kind mind that tells us things like, oh, I'm doing good, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a great job, I'm working hard, I'm doing everything I can. And there is this unkind mind that tells us you messed up, you didn't do good, you are not good enough. So that inner critic that we all have, that unkind mind that we all have, we need to stop paying attention to it and learn to ignore it. Instead, focus every day on three things that give you pleasure. So shifting gears from kind of stuff that's negative and makes me feel down to looking at things that give me pleasure, focus on good things you can do, no matter how trivial those are, no matter how small. Even if as a child I'm able to clean my dishes, help my parents to set up the table, be kind to my little brother, I think that's the thing to appreciate. And for teenagers, the tip for parents would be that they should actually listen to their teenagers. I think I mentioned a bit of that in our last episode, that active listening. Teenagers may have their opinions that you may not think are right, but just having an active listening ear, allowing them to share their opinions, not being judgmental is a very important thing to kind of boost their self. Thank you, Dr. Lena. If I understand correctly, there are two inner voices going on in everybody's head, including the adults. So we need to nurture that voice, which is making us feel better, feel good. And as you mentioned, focus on the things which gives pleasure and, you know, you enjoy doing more. And at the same time, parents need to create that nurturing, caring environment where their child is feeling loved, respected, safe. So it's like responsibility for both you know, kid as well as the parent. So it's wonderful to know, Dr. Lena. But I definitely have more questions. So we will come back and bring more questions uh, for our audience and education. But I truly appreciate you spending time with us and sharing all the wonderful things to educate us how somebody can take care of their own self-esteem. Thank you very much. Thank you. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, 
a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every Friday, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.